You're listening to SMUBE Campus Radio. Say what you want to say. I'm Megan, your host for A Couple With, a podcast series where we host alumni, experts of their fields, down for an informal coffee chat. These conversations will take us through the life journey as well as diverse perspectives on what it means to give back and how to continually create positive impact with the work we do. Today, we have a very special guest on set with us. Once an SS student and now the founder and CEO of Total Tree Labs, it's a couple with Ling Feng Ru. Hi, everyone. So good to have you. So how are you feeling? Excited. Awesome. So, you know, before this episode, I did a bit of digging into your company and about what you did, right? And I read all about um, what you've accomplished so far. So I really want to know about your plans for the future. But before that, as a wise man once said, before you look to the future, you must first consider the past. So let's take a trip down memory lane. Can you share some of your favorite SMU memories? Um, when, when I was in SMU, I, I was a part of uh, Smark's um, mm-hmm. cycling team. So one of the most uh, memorable things was um, in 2010, mm-hmm. um, me and a bunch of Smark's friends, there were six of us, we cycled all the way from Bangkok to Singapore. So oh. in line with um, 2010 Youth Olympic Games, uh, we did 2010 um, kilometers from Bangkok all the way here. It, it was quite the experience. But it's like a continuous line all the way from Bangkok to Singapore. Yeah, o- over three weeks. Over three weeks. Oh gosh, that's really physically intensive. <laughs> you still doing any of those like long cycling trips nowadays? Not not trips. Um, we, we are in COVID at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I do cycle around Singapore, but much shorter now. I'm not as fit as back in school. <laughs> Alright, so if anyone sees like a Feng Ru's cycling, you know, <laughs> wave at me. <laughs> <laughs> so now, fast forward to the present, you are now the founder and the CEO of Total Tree Labs. The product that you've made is very revolutionary. You've made a breakthrough in the food tech field. So I want to know, um, actually not me, but I'm sure our viewers are dying to know what your company is all about. So can you share? Sure. So um, Turtle Tree, we are a biotech company based out of Singapore, and we have a small office in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing is um, we are able to get cells and get them to lactate the full composition of milk. And the significance of that is um, we are able to produce milk from all mammals. That includes goats, sheep, camels, cows, and even human milk. And um, human milk is an area where the company is focused on in our early early days of development. Um, because of the, the high value and the high functional um, applications of human milk components. And as we scale up production and scale down costs, we will be able to hit the fluid milk market in the next two to three years. Wow, so I'm going to see turtle tree milk like on the shelves in two to three years. Um, you will be able to see turtle tree components mm-hmm. in other milk products or other food products, mm-hmm. even as uh, early as end of this year. I'm going to keep my eye out then. You right. should, you should. I think you guys can see I'm quite excited to like hear about this because you know, you know, cell-based product food tech is like the happening thing right now. And every day in the news, you can hear about you know cell-based meat, cell-based fish, and now cell-based milk, right? And I think it's really neat because this addresses the issue of sustainability. You know, there are more mouths to feed, and there aren't enough resources to feed them. So now with these um, cell-based products, you are able to better address the issue of sustainability, which I believe is in line with your company's goals. Mm-hmm. Tree is very mission driven. Um, so I, I think it really it goes back to how the company and why it started, right? So a few years ago, I was learning how to make cheese as a hobby. Um, I was, um, I went to, I went, even went to Vermont uh, for a few weeks to learn how to make cheese. So I know what good milk um, looks like, uh, what good milk, how good milk should perform. And I was trying to replicate this whole process back in Asia. Um, and to get good cheeses, you need a good source of milk. I was in Indonesia, I was in Thailand trying to look for a good source of fresh, unpasteurized raw milk. But um, 
Around these areas, I was soon exposed to things like contract farming, to antibiotics and hormones that are being pumped into the cows. Mm. As a result, the milk quality suffers and the milk doesn't perform as well. Right, so right. We, we came up with this um, cell-based solution precisely because we wanted to tackle or ev- alleviate some of these, um, these challenges around sustainability, around animal cruelty. There, it wouldn't be an overnight um, switchover. Um, I do see that in the future there, there will be a, a place for traditional dairy products as yep. well as um, cell-based or other alternative proteins. Um, just because, I mean, it's 7 billion people on the planet. We, we can't change things overnight. Yep, uh, but sure, as we sure. welcome the next 3 billion people coming onto the planet, we need to continue finding different solutions to continue feeding the people that are coming on. Yeah, you know what you said about things can't change overnight? I really agree with that because a lot of people, they are entrenched in their old habits. You know, when they introduce a new product, it's like they may be resistant towards it, right? And But I think it, in the, in due time, in a couple of years, people are going to be more open to the concept of um, food tech and about cell-based products. So I'm sure we'll, you'll see more acceptance towards your products yeah. soon. Right. And, and it's young people like like you guys um, who are really very passionate about sustainability. Mm-hmm. You are the ones who are picking the food products that are in your parents' fridges. Um, my, my co-founder has uh, two kids and uh, he was always sharing about how he doesn't get to define what's in, in the family fridge anymore. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the young folks uh, who, who wants uh, the, the alternative, better for their own bodies, better for the environment products. Right, young folks bringing in the change. Exactly. Right. You actually mentioned about your love for cheese and like how you went to Vermont to understand how to make cheese, right? You could say that your the reason for this company is actually stemming from your love for cheese as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we can cheese, say that. Right? What is your favourite cheese? My favourite cheese is a camembert, uh, a Ooh. soft, bloomy, brined cheese. <laughs> right. You want to hear my favourite cheese? Yeah. My favourite cheese is blue cheese. The first time I had it, it literally blew me away. <laughs> Right, <laughs> cheesy joke. Cheesy Good joke. one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, there's actually something else that um I wanted to share with you. The thing is that you are an a uh, former IS student, mm-hmm. right? And actually, I too am from SIS. Now rebranded as SEIS, but yeah. So you're kind of like my senior in school right now. So as your junior, I actually want to ask, um, you know, how has your ex- experience, you know, contributed to your success? Sure. Um, I think it's uh. It's one of those uh, age-old uh, learnings, right? It's mm-hmm. being in school, uh, especially a business school, is learning how to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it really stays true. So, I mean, I, I don't have a biotech background, uh, but today um, I'm leading um, a, a biotech company. And it's really being able to, to connect the dots. I think as a business student um, in a business school, it's about being able to um, understand the needs of every team and being able to convince and negotiate um, at every point to to align people with with your goal. So I guess as business folks, um, we have the vision and we're able to tell the story and bring um, our following, bring our team on board um, to to have a common goal. And I think that's very important. And those are some really inspirational words, you know, about bringing people together towards a common goal. And I guess um, I would say that your SU experience has you know, given you that outlook and mm-hmm. help you pave the way to your future. Let's fast forward even more to the present. Mm-hmm. You know, you are now the founder and CEO of one of the, the world's first uh, cell-based milk company, and that has its own unique set of challenges. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the most significant challenges that you have faced over these past few years? Sure. So um, I think in the, in the early days, um, it also links back to our, my previous point. 
in the early days, uh, there were some investors who would come to me and my co-founder, mm-hmm. and they would say, you guys are business folks. Um, what business do you have running a biotech company? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them even said, I will invest in you if you hire um, a Nobel laureate onto your team. So that was um, quite, quite shocking to us. Um, and now, two and a half years on, um, we, we tell everyone that it's precisely because we're, we're not science folks, um, we are business folks, that's why we're able to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. So we're not married to a certain technology, um, we're about um, commercial viability, we're about price point, we're about our customers. And that's what's important in, uh, in, in running a business. And um, we will get there with whatever means necessary. If we need a different technology, um, if we need to find a collaborator in, in Netherlands, if we need to find a collaborator in the US, that's what we've been doing to bring the best um, across different parts of the world to our team to, to offer that, um, that product that, that the customers want. Right, like some some people may think that um, being from a business background is a let's just say it's a con, it's a weakness. But no, you've proven them wrong. You've shown that actually has given you a lot of advantages in the field that you know people didn't even expect in the first place. Mm-hmm. And right, and now you have gotten to where you are right now. So surely, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and um, recently I I read a book um called Range, um talking about how generalists um rule the world. And it's about being able to activate the right resources all around the world to, to bring in again um, to, to meet the goal that you, you have, you have um, drafted for, for the company. You mentioned that you know, people aren't as open to the possibility of having cell-based products on the shelves yet. Mm-hmm. So what do you think you have done to you know, help flip the mindsets a bit, to get them a bit more open to you know, having your products? inside the fridges? Sure, so um, it's a lot about um, education uh, and consumer understanding. I think first of all, being in Singapore is a great advantage. I'm sure all of you have heard um, we are the first country in the world to um, to regulate um, cell-based meat. So just just Asia just launched um, the chicken, their, their cell-based chicken um, in, a, in a small restaurant here in Singapore. Oh. Uh, and they are scaling um, very quickly. Uh, for, for Turtle Tree, what, what we're doing um, for the next six to nine months is we are building a lot of educational content as well as um, going to market to our consumers, helping them understand the benefits of cell-based milk and why the components, specifically the functional components like the bioactive proteins and the complex sugars that mm-hmm. are found in, in human milk, for example, are good for your gut, is better for your brain. Um, not just for infants, but also for adults and geriatrics. Um, and also, I think overall, being in Singapore, we have the support of the Singapore Food Agency, we have the support of ASTAR, SMU, NUS, NTU, we have collaborations a- across the board. Um, this really helps um, to help us uh, to push these this food products out on the market. Right, it's great to know that you know you have support not just um, you have support from the organizations in Singapore to help push towards the public. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm sure that in due time it will be <laughs> it will be pushed. Yes, it will be regulated, uh, and uh, we can make sure we have a safe product, uh, and a better for your product really because uh, some of these components are even shown to to help with uh, immunity, um, and and even COVID prevention. So Ooh. lots of articles out there about the the magic of um, human milk. I can't wait to like, have a taste of that cell-based milk in due time. I'll, I'll send you some articles around all these things. Uh, it'll oh. be very interesting. It's, it's really amazing how you're able to overcome all the challenges and hardships like in the past, and even now you're still pushing through them, you know? You know, what do you say? Um, 
tough times don't last, but tough people do. <laughs> right. You got it. Yeah. Right. Do you have any other word of advice for you know the budding entrepreneurs around us? Sure. So I think um we are all so fortunate um to be sort of graduating after the internet age, right? I know it, it sounds really cheesy, but <laughs> um like the whole my whole business is really built around connecting with people. So COVID wasn't easy, but um, these days everyone is pretty open to chatting with people on LinkedIn, um, on on different social channels. So we've been able to um, connect with the right folks globally, um, even candidates, um, even talent, to bring them on board to our team. Um, mm-hmm. So for budding entrepreneurs, it's about getting connected with the right folks um, and talking to people. It's really testing out every idea that you have. We, we never knew that um, cell-based method is it's a way that we could we could adopt to produce the milk. Mm-hmm. But it's about testing out the hypothesis, talking to the scientists, pulling in the best, the best minds into, the, into a room to discuss this op- uh, these possibilities, uh, that it was door after door that was open for us. So we're, we're quite fortunate in that, in that sense. Um, so if, if anybody have any ideas, want to bounce off myself as well, I'm very active on LinkedIn. I do spend a few hours every Saturday talking to people who want to en- enter the space or people who want to have um, people who have ideas they want to bounce off of. So feel free to connect. Right. You know, you achieve a lot of milestones and success in your entire for your company in like the Selby's milk um, field, right? And so with the success you've achieved, right? How do you plan on giving back and you know making a difference with what you do? Sure. So. Um, because we are able to make um, milk from all mammals, mm-hmm. um, we are also working on certain mammals that are endangered. So we, we are setting up um, Turtle Tree Foundation, focused on producing milk um, for endangered species. For example, um, elephants um, from Sumatra, there are lots of um, orphan e- elephants because uh, the elephant mothers have been hunted for their task. As a result, um, the elephant babies find it very hard to access real milk um, from their mothers mm-hmm. and you cannot really replace elephant milk um, with cow milk for example so okay. they've been uh, finding a struggle to to find the right nutrition for the elephant babies um, and also in uh, for for snow leopards so snow leopards uh, in captivity the mother tend to attack their babies so they try to separate mother from from the cubs uh, but uh, the, the cups uh, find it difficult to find an alternative um, nutrient source. So these are the different um, areas that we are looking to, to help support um, in, right. in Turtle Tree Foundation. Yeah, I haven't even considered that you can make milk for, you know, for the animals. Mm-hmm. Just, in, like, you know, just like for human consumption. So well, your milk is actually going to be like for all, like, all consumers, ju- mm-hmm. humans and non-humans. Exactly. Gosh, exactly. that's honestly really cool. Okay, currently I'm sure that we have a lot of viewers like tuning in and then they're, they're hearing all about your success, right? And they're all like clamoring to ask, they're like, you know, what is the secret, the secret ingredient for your success? What do you think was like the core thing that made you successful? Mm-hmm. I must say um, it's the team. Uh, we oh. have an amazing team. Mm-hmm. We have 25 uh, full-time scientists and engineers across six different teams. And the talent density is just incredible. Everyone um, takes ownership. Um, of not just what they do, but also um, across the board, um, across the different teams as well. So I must say that our team uh, is is uh, the most amazing. Right, and this goes back to your point of you know, all making connections like around the world, right? Mm-hmm. And especially even now, or especially now because of like our social distancing me- measures, you can actually connect to people like on digitally, or you know, not just like there's a lot more opportunities con- to connect with people now digitally mm-hmm. now that 
we have the resources to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think uh, for our team, it's also about um, thinking critically um, as well as uh, giving each other feedback. And I think um, we've built quite a good culture within the company where feedback is, is welcomed um, and, and candor is welcome. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about um, being able to understand where, where each other is coming from and uh, being respectful of um, every, every viewpoint out there. Right. Thank you so much. All right. So let's just ask our last concluding questionnaire, our last question, right? So, you know, we've gone through the entire journey from your SMU life to the hardships to how you overcame them and lastly to the future you hope to create. So now imagine that you're talking to like young Ling Feng Ru from like like five years or a few more years ago, right? So what would you say to her? Um, I would say study harder. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, one, one good thing, um, I mean, I, I've been through a number of internships uh, back in school, but I think um, if I had more time in school, I, I would absolutely do more internships. The amount of experience that um, you get in, in industry is quite precious. Um, we do have quite a number of interns who, who came through um, Turtle Tree. And I think uh, the, the experience that I learned um, during my internship days is, uh, is invaluable. Knowing how, the, how industry works, knowing what's important to um, the bosses or uh, the teams and how to work uh, across different teams, it's, it's incredible. So I would say try to do as many internships as you can. Right, so for all students, Go get your internships. <laughs> right, get get more experience, you know. Learn more about this world. Right. Okay, and I think that about wraps it up. Right. So like Great. thank you so much for being on our podcast series, right? It's honestly been a lovely journey through your entire like your sharing of experiences and I am sure that our viewers really appreciate it too. So um well, I wish nothing but the best for Toshi in now and the future. And I am really looking forward to seeing like your Turtle Tree milk on the shelves and in my fridge. (laughs) I look forward to that as well. Thank you. Uh, Once again, this has been Ling Feng Ru from Turtle Tree Labs and Megan, your host for this episode. This has been Hemis Radio. Say what you want to say. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Couple With. If you're interested in creating impact and giving back, head over to at SMU Alumni Giving on Facebook and follow our Instagram page at SMUBE for more news on SMUBE Campus Radio. Till next time! <laughs>